0: Hey everybody, in today's episode we're going to talk about the Apple test. I've talked about this in a few other uh, episodes and different variations, but after having listened to a book, it's kind of, you know, it's got my thinking clearer and seeing how it works and how it can also work in different parts of your life in different ways. So I just want to talk through it as usual, love to have a chat about what's happening. Okay, guys, let's dive into this episode. So this episode's on health and fitness a bit, but this this will cross over into a bunch of different things. It's called the Apple Test, and I'm going to explain a bit around it and why I think it is so valuable based on my experiences. So for years, I've struggled with fluctuating weight issues. You know, when I was a kid, I looked like a stick insect until I was about six. Uh, I was really thin and normal. We then moved overseas. And when we moved overseas, I lost all my friends. And if you're a dyslexic and you're moving around a lot and you don't know how to deal with it, you can sometimes turn to what you know. And you can also learn about different food habits from family members. And my dad, you know, he never had great food habits. So when we moved across the world, and this was to Saudi Arabia back in the day. My dad was in the banking industry. Um, I definitely turned to sugar as a way of dealing with my seemingly now I know it's dyslexia and ADHD uh, to help me build my dopamine levels up. I, I turned to donuts and, you know, easily accessible food. And because my parents wanted us to be happy, they thought it would be, you know, they probably gave us a bit of leeway because there were there were a lot of limitations with what we could do in this foreign country. So it kind of built some bad habits from an early on stage, and I ended up using sugar to to boost my limited dopamine reserves, it looks like, over the years. And that led me to be a really fat teenager, And the, you know, if I'm honest with myself and my listeners. Um, and over the years, I've done the common dyslexic ADHD trait of um, dieting, losing a bunch of weight, and then putting it back on. Now, I went through a period, which was quite good, of at least keeping some of it off. And after about three rounds of this, I did get to a more manageable weight. Um, And then in the last, my breakup with my wife, which was about four or five, must be six years ago now, I ended up hyper-focusing massively on the gym. And when we broke up, I kind of made a decision. I said, I know this is going to fuel me. The breakup was going to overstimulate me. And in hindsight, I now know what happened. You know, a breakup with a long-term partner is a massive stimulation tool. And I'll get to this at the end of this episode of another way we can use the Apple test. Is that breakup stimulated me massively. So it gave me enough stimulation to make some massive changes in my life. Because I had all the stimulation, all this dopamine flooding me, the adrenaline. And so I ended up getting the fittest I've ever been in my life, like probably 15 kgs lighter than I was. Now I was going to the gym, you know, I could have started my own bloody, um, fitness regime cause it was so good and it was good for quite a while. Um, until it all fell apart as it normally does. Um, this time I'm around, I'm going to be a bit better cause I understand how my brain works, but back then I didn't have a clue of why. I was like I was, I was just kind of aware it kind of happened that way, um, but I didn't understand the reasoning. And so this kind of gets me onto the apple test, you know, long way around, is that I've always struggled with overeating, especially in the afternoons. You know, I, I fast in the mornings and probably until 12, one o'clock. So I'm really good. I'm really happy with that. I drink a bit of black coffee, some water. Um, I do my walking perfect i'm a perfect child i'm then relatively good around lunch so when i break my fast i don't break with terrible foods i break quite well but the minute it hits 4 or 5 p.m. i'm you know i become a ravenous monster for carbohydrates and for dopamine you know i'm that you know in hindsight what i'm realizing is even when i'm not hungry i'm focused on how do i build the dopamine in my brain and it's like my brain's going i need something i need something and that's always been my go-to so my brain recognizes it and so over time i've definitely recognized that if i look at other foods and i'm not interested I, i'm always drawn to very processed high sugar high carbs based foods that are going to you know going to push my dopamine up carbs are your dopamines you know friend and so i've been using that for years and um, and the Apple test itself, I've I've trialed this, but was said very well in a book called um, Faster Than Normal, which is an ADHD book uh, by a guy called Peter Shankman, I think is the name. Really enjoyed it, uh, I'm just finishing it, to be honest. But the piece I've listened to already has been really great. And he talks about the Apple test. And I've tested this, but I've never given it a name. I've never really thought of it as, as a technique in itself. But... I was like, wow, that's so true. And the the thought with it was, is that you keep a bowl of apples, for example, on your counter and it doesn't have to be an apple. If you don't like apples, it could be carrots or it could be something else. And you go to that bowl. And when you think you need food, when, when your brain's going, go shovel pizza into your face, uh, or go, go drink a liter of Coca-Cola, which, you know, I'm sure there's many of us out there have had that experience, um. You know, you go to the apple bowl and you look at that apple and go, would I devour you? What's my level of apple devouredness? And there are sometimes, and I know this with myself, I would look at a good food for myself and go, I'm just not that hungry for your food. And then I'd go and devour that pizza. Now, what that's telling you is if you don't want to devour that apple, but you want to devour that pizza, you're not actually hungry. Your body is seeking dopamine. So you need to start to swap out that reaction and that trigger of that afternoon moment with a new form of dopamine release. But the first thing you've got to do is start to become conscious of that hunger. And, you know, for years I've tried to be conscious of my hunger and, you know, I've done all these books and diets and tests, but when that dopamine need hits my brain, I'm like, I don't care about anything I've learned. I need that dopamine. Even though I'm not saying that, I need that hit. I need that hit. And so I go and, and use food to do it. So what I've started to do is I've got that bowl of apples. And I'm looking at that bowl of apples and I'm kind of using a one to 10 scale and going, how much do I want to devour this apple? And if it's a nine and I'm just like feeling my stomach and I'm like, I'm actually hungry, I'll go and eat something else. It doesn't have to be that apple. Sometimes it is, but other times it can be something else because I'm actually hungry. But what I'm finding is two or three times a day, at least, I look at that apple and go, I don't want that apple at all. Not even interested in that apple. And so what I'm doing is I'm, I'm trying to train myself to go, I'm going to go and have a liter of water or 750 mils of water. I either have soda water, um, sparkling water, or I don't know what, what other people call it, but um, or just normal water, and I'll smash that that, that bottle of water. Because what I find is that seems to help stimulate my dopamine. Um, and then I'll either go and do push-ups, I'll go for a walk. And this does change. There are different things. Like I wish I could say, like the water thing I can do on a regular repeat, it's quite easy. But the um, the exercise, I try and do something that breaks my state. And Tony Robbins talks about this a lot, breaking your state. Um, I'm, I'm going to start trying to jump on the trampoline. I go for walks a lot. I um, do 10 push-ups, 20 push-ups. I've got one weight that I just, I just use not for fitness, but for for dopamine. I need that uh, movement, that stimulation, and so it's really important. So I'm I'm doing that, and I'm, you know, it's called the apple test. I would give it a crack because you, it's gonna like your conscious brain is gonna go, wow, this is so true. I'm really not hungry. I'm really just after a dopamine hit, and I'm using food as the tool that's gonna medicate me. But I know that this medication has that side effect of being not good for me and it's gonna hurt me in the long run, right? You know, so that's that's the test in itself. So when I heard this test, I was like, wow, I actually explained this to Holly a few weeks ago that I was doing this, but but in a less eloquent way. Not that this was remarkably eloquent either way, but I um I couldn't explain it very well. Um but this this book actually helped me clarify it. And then what I thought about is, okay, I went to myself, I go, okay, if that test works for food, where else could it work? And, you know, I want to be really open and honest with everyone. It's like I've had, you know, relationships, and and I know not everyone's like this, but I've probably had four or five relatively long-term relationships in my life. And when when they got to the hard parts of the relationship, I naturally went for, is the grass greener on the other side? You know, is this relationship working or is it not? I'd overthink it. And there's a let me just say there is a lot more to relationships than this will do justice for. But what I could definitely find myself doing was sexualizing women around and looking at them and wondering, you know, could I in essence use you as my dopamine um you know solution? And It wasn't the right thing to do. It wasn't what I wanted. It was purely a dopamine fix. Um, And, you know, this is me being real honest, and that's really about what the podcast is about, is being open and honest. But, you know, and I didn't do it, to be honest, I didn't really do it much at all. But our minds are so visual, we could create it in our heads, right? We could think about it. We could consider it. And, you know, if you consider it enough, what happens is it starts to become reality. You start to hurt your own relationship and look for that person outside of it, and it it doesn't always mean that that is a better solution, right, to what you're trying to achieve. And so, I guess what I'm saying is, you know, using the apple test, I'm not saying, I'm not saying go and look at and <laughs> trying to think how I say this. I try to explain this to Holly because I wanted her to know about it before I put this on the podcast. But it it's about trying to decipher you know, is my relationship terrible? Or am I just low on dopamine? And my brain is looking for stimulation. And when I think about it, 99.999% of the time, it was just looking for dopamine stimulation. My, you know, that's the big realization. And, you know, I'm not quite sure how I bring the test into this, Um. But it's got me thinking in that realm, how could you use a similar test? Because the actual problem, the the need for dopamine versus the stimulant you use with the bad side effect is the same for everything, right? You know, whether you use shopping online, you know, do I need that extra dress that I can't go out in in COVID times? Uh, You know, do I need that extra shopping? Do I need that extra, you know, am I smoking because I want to or am I smoking because I need to for the dopamine. You know, what's the cause? What's the factor? So that's really what I'm thinking about, guys, at the moment. Hope you're having an um, epic rest of your day. Um, the, I've got a great interview coming out tomorrow, so stay tuned. Make sure you share it. It's a really good one for parents stuck with kids, parents having children, teachers. Um, it's going to be a beauty. So stay tuned and try the apple test mate, or the carrot test or the banana test. See if that helps you with your uh, fitness, your health. And where else you can apply it in your life if you find a good way make sure you share it in the uh, dyslexia group on facebook have an epic rest of your day